0: You're listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 38. I'm coming to you live from that church conference in Atlanta, and I'm bringing my friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now let's join your host, Seth Muse, who's gotten more into hip hop lately.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 38. You can find the show notes at sethmuse.com slash 38. Now, this episode is really special because and it's not going to sound as high quality, I guess, as the rest of them. And the reason is because I'm I'm at that church conference right now, and I am using my iPhone and a little wireless mic that I've got, and I'm recording people with their takeaways from that church conference. If you don't know anything about that church conference, check out thatcc.com or thatchurchconference.com and you'll find out about one of the greatest communications conferences for church people that's out there. And uh, I'm there this weekend. I actually went and, and it feels like a family reunion is waiting to happen. So I can't wait to get there and uh, and see everybody that I've met online and that I've interacted with. So today you're going to hear some of the takeaways just raw from the conference itself. What did you hear today? What was exciting? What are you, what are you taking back with you? And so you're going to hear some familiar people people on here I'll try to get them to identify themselves and tell you kind of what their biggest takeaways were from the conference and and hopefully we'll be able to share some of that wisdom and if you haven't ever heard of the conference, then you can say, well, what the heck? I'm going to go to this conference and maybe you'll, you'll go. And next time you can meet some of these great people. Because let me tell you about the church communications community is that it's one of these departments that's kind of cropped up in the last few years. And what's great about it is that nobody knew what to do. Pastors and leaders have been doing this for a long time. And so you get trained on how to do it. Well, For communications, we're learning from a lot of different sources, and honestly, it's in the early phases of becoming a mature um, uh, department in in churches. And we're not we're we're still early. And so, what we're doing right now, what's really interesting and exciting, is that it is a community that is formed that shares like uh, and churches haven't done this a lot where they share resources, they share ideas, and they cheer each other on. And it's not always perfect, and there's always somebody, you know, but it's really a great community. There's been a lot of friendships formed because we've helped each other because we care for one another. And it is a really tight knit group. To be honest, and there's a Facebook group that you can join. It has 10, 11,000 people in it now. The Church Communications Group. It's run by Daryl Girardier and Katie Allred. Uh, it is enormous. There's several others. I'll link these in the show notes too. There is Church Communication Strategies. That's run by Barbara Carniero. There is the uh, and if you're in North Texas, the North Texas Church Communicator. That's the one I run. You can join. Ask to join that. And there's a uh, uh, Church Communicate. Uh, let me see if I get these right. Social Media Managers. I think Kenny Jang runs that one. So there's a couple different ones, and I'll put as many as I can in the show notes so you guys can see all these different Facebook groups that have cropped up. What's interesting about that is that's where the real learning and sharing is happening. You can go to blogs, you can go to seminars, you can go to the secular world and look at marketing departments, and you'll glean information, you'll learn, but the fastest, quickest way that you really build your knowledge about church communications is by getting with other church communicators and asking what they're doing. And that's what these groups are great about. So here's some of the big takeaways from one of our conferences, that church conference that happens in Atlanta. That's also in the show notes. And I hope you can become a pro member that there's a lot of great resources, like a, like a free, uh, um, membership to Sunday Social and other perks and resources that come along with just being a pro member. So they're not sponsoring me. They're not asking me to say that. I'm just telling you it's a good product. You should check it out. And speaking of great products, I have one that I want to give you for free. If you go to SethMuse.com right now, there'll be a form you can fill out to get this resource: 88 ideas for church social media posts. These are ideas. They're not specific to one con to one platform or the other—Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. But you can take these ideas and mold them to your Context and put them out. I've got 88 unique ideas for you. If you're stuck ever on what to post on your social media, you're stressed out, you're burned out. This is a great resource that you can pull out, pull off the Google Drive, pull off of a you know out of your out of your hard drive, and just go. What am I going to post? You'll read through it, you find one, you put it up, you put it together. It's simple, and these get great enc- engagement organically. So I want to help you with your social media strategy. This is often the question I hear people ask: Is what do I post? What do I post? I tend to have endless ideas and I want to pass them on to you. So go get this free resource and all you have to do to do that is sign up for my email list. Now, when you sign up for my email list, let me tell you what you get. One email a week and it has a link to my blog. I hope that it makes you laugh. But it also has a few other articles just about it could be random things happening in the world and my take on them, or it could be something towards church communications. It's pretty fun, it's short, and uh, a lot of people who are on it always tell me they love it. I don't know. I, I just try to write it in a fun way, and I hope that you enjoy it too. So at least try it out. And if you don't, you get the resource and then you can knock off of it. That's fine. That's cool. I'm not for everyone, and I'm cool with that. I have thick skin. But I would love for you to have this resource to help you with your church social media strategy today. So now let's get to the conversation that we that I had this week at that church conference and you can see some of the big takeaways. Here we go. <laughs> Okay. Hey, everybody. I want to introduce you to my friend, Ali. Allie, welcome to the podcast. Tell me, uh, what uh, church are you at? Tell me what you do.
1: So I am a growth specialist. I don't work for a church, but I just help churches and organizations grow their business um, through social media strategy, which turns into like tangible ROI.
0: Awesome, awesome. So you're at that church conference. What's your biggest takeaway so far from the conference?
1: So I think the biggest thing is kind of working on figuring out like who are your sub audiences, not just being like I want to target everybody within 50 miles of us, but figuring out I want this demographic and this demographic, and then specifically targeting them, targeting them with different types of posts.
0: That's awesome. And uh, if you have a favorite speaker so far?
1: Jeff was probably my favorite so far. I used to be a Chick Fil A person, so I understood a lot of what he was talking about behind the scenes that he wasn't necessarily saying.
0: That's awesome. So for anyone who's listening, you know what's kind of your big like? This is what we're gonna do. Like this is what I'm gonna do when I get back. This is kind of my change of pace. This change how I thought, how I think. What is that?
1: Oh, we're flipping everything at the synagogue. It's just a matter of time to make it happen.
2: Uh, David Tucker uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee uh, at Christway Community Church.
0: All right, great. David, uh, what was the biggest takeaway you've gotten so far?
2: Yeah, I think in looking at all the conversations this morning, we can really boil down a few key things. One of them is, uh, again, is to really look at ways to build relationships instead of just trying to communicate information uh, through your social channels. And everybody's had a little bit of a different take on how to do that. But that end kind of goal being figure out ways and types of posts and things that actually drive engagement as opposed to just, you know, giving out info.
0: All right, I'm here with Daryl Girardier. Daryl, what are your biggest takeaways so far from the conference?
2: Uh, I would say the biggest takeaways I've got so far is is that our hunch that that digital is the long-term future for the church is being played out. That every single person at this point has kind of said what well, we all knew probably five or ten years ago was going to be true is playing out. Um, it, I, in some ways, I think it's playing out faster than we ever imagined. Um, when you hear people talk about creating community online, uh, creating social interactions online, I don't think we could have thought that we've it would have happened this quickly. And so I think we're we're on the cusp of something big. So hearing the speakers echo that has been really affirming.
0: Awesome. And uh, what advice do you think you've kind of gleaned that you're going to take back and go, we might do this a little different or we might change some things or just something that's made you think?
2: I would tell you probably the key thing was what Bo said. When Bo talks about the intentionality between how they interact with their audience versus Promoting and shouting out, messaging in terms of creating that social environment, I think that is. And Bo said this, and I think he's right. Is it's a little easier than it, it's a little harder than it looks in terms of like actually doing that. But the ROI on it is much more. You know, the ROI is huge on it. So again, that's to me that's a that's a rethink for us.
0: Hey, I'm here with Aaron Alexander from Hope Fellowship in Frisco and McKinney. So, Aaron, what are your biggest takeaways from the, uh, the conference so far?
3: Uh, for me, I've been encouraged by the focal point of every communicator and a lot of the conversation about community. About, it's been a big shift away from using just social media for promotion, but for community, which I think is very important for our churches to grasp.
0: Awesome. And how do you see that playing out? Like, what, do you, what are you taking back that you think, man, this has really changed how I think about this, or I want to try this, or what's been the most big thing you've heard so far?
3: Yeah, I've been challenged personally to not only recognize, but to come up with a game plan for who are we not reaching in our communities. Um, it's been one thing to communicate and to m- market and network everything with who's already in our church, but who's in our communities that we're not reaching with social media to be very intentional with who's not, who are we not bringing into our doors of our church, who is not hearing about who we are and what we have and our, our message. Who are, we, who, is that, who are we not reaching? And let's do what we can to reach them with social media. All right,
0: tell me your name, spell it. What's up,
4: Jeremy Poland.
0: And what are, you, what are your biggest takeaways so far from the conference?
4: I would say I have learned so much already about just making it more about a conversation. And a lot of churches are just a billboard, and really we're not going to reach people unless we are in communication constantly. Social media is meant to be social, which totally makes sense. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. And, and tell me the church you're at. I'm at 4640 Student Center in Grand Junction, Colorado.
0: All right. Hey, everybody. It's Seth again. I'm here with Brandon and Holly. Welcome, guys.
5: Well, um, thanks.
0: Um, I wanted to get a quick uh, note from you guys. What was your, What's your biggest takeaway?
5: I, I think overall the whole theme of this thing has been how social media needs to be more about relationships and less about broadcasting. Yeah. And so uh, I'm excited to go back and try to find ways that we can really connect with uh, people in a genuine way and uh, try to turn that into... Uh, relationships that that we can use either to build the church or to spread the gospel or whatever, and and be less about just c- trying to promote what we're doing, ra- rather gathering people to what we're doing rather than telling people and like trying to drag them in. So
0: right, I think that's been a great takeaway for everybody. I think it's kind of shifting everyone's mindset on a lot of this stuff because it is so easy to go back into the church because everybody wants their event promoted, and, uh, yeah. and it's like that's how you're pushed.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And everybody has something that's important to them. And and they think, like, if we can just make an announcement about it, then everybody will come. But the reality is that's not even actually true. Nobody's going to come just because we tell them it's cool. But if we find a way to connect with them and then say, hey, I'm doing this. You want to come along with me? I think we're going to get, like, a much better result. Uh, So I've just got to learn how to kind of break that news to the... The other staff members and stuff like that, and uh, yes, you know, kind of. But you know, it's new to me too. So, so. yeah,
0: that re- that relational side of things is where it really does get dicey and kind of difficult. So I, I totally get that. I got to do the same thing when I get back. All right, so so Holly, what about you? What's your big takeaway from the conference?
6: Um, I mean, it's similar, but like I I love the for versus from thing that we just learned about. Just like looking at it as not like, hey, let's get everybody to come here for. Er, I can't remember how it goes. But like getting everybody into it by talking to them and figuring out what's their life and relating to them rather than just being like, hey, 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 come to our church, get in this and advertising ourselves. Because, I mean, mean, marketing is sort of advertising, but we don't want it to be about us. We want it to be about God, and we want to get people in and be relational with them.
0: Yeah, that was was amazing to me how they, uh, with Jeff Henderson, when he was talking about the donuts, and they just promoted this local business and, like, made it this big thing, like, hey, everybody, let's go blow their Instagram feed up and everything. Yeah, that was, like, total game changer.
6: Yeah, I mean, that is just the, the, I've never... I don't think I would have ever considered just doing that. Um, But we, I mean, our church is in... Lawrenceville, and it has, like, a little downtown area, and it'd be great if we, like, just related to the people in the downtown area like that and we're just like, hey, let's go to this shop and just blow up their social media and be like, hey, everybody, go here and support them. And then maybe they'll come to the church once, or maybe they won't, or maybe they'll, like, become a Christian, and, like, that would be amazing.
0: It's, it's, it's hard to connect the dots sometimes for people, like, when you go back to staff and say, why are we talking about donuts on our social media feed? You know, we're a church, and, like, that's that's the thing. It's like, well, we're, we're building up the community, and we're for this community, and his hashtag for Gwinnett stuff is awesome.
1: Amazing. It's
7: so cool. All right, everybody, I'm here with Jamar, and, Jamar, what was your biggest takeaway? Hey, Seth. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from this conference this year, um, this being my third time here, um, it's not necessarily content. This is this con, this conference is based on relationships. And since the first year, I've built relationships that now returning my third year has just been amazing, awesome to just connect with people that over the years I've always kept up with. I agree. I, I this
0: is my first year here, and it's like I already know a lot of people, and it feels like kind of like youth camp used to feel.
7: You know? <laughs> absolutely. For but it's for like church communicators and adults. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. Um, it's amazing. Um, this is definitely God ordained. Um, Justin and Van, they're called to do this. They're called to connect people, and they're taking their knowledge and their experiences over the years, and they're sharing that.
0: Yeah, and I think the knowledge in the room. It's funny because the speakers on stage will all agree, too. Like, like They're just one of many you know, brilliant minds in the room.
7: Right, absolutely. Yeah. And Jeff, um, Jeff Henderson completely has changed the way I look at marketing from a ministry standpoint. I can't wait to get back. That's awesome. What are you, what are you, what are you thinking when you get back? It's like, this
0: is the first thing I'm going to do when I get back.
7: Um, how to close that gap. How to close that gap. Jeff was talking about how to close that gap between uh, a particular man and the church. So when I get back, I want to figure out how can we strate- strategically close that gap.
0: Yeah, between the unchurched and the church. Like, how do we get them to turn around and look in our direction and entertain the idea of maybe I'll come to church? Yeah,
7: absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: All right. If you've been on the podcast recently, you've seen, you've heard Megan Howard from Fairborn. You haven't seen her, but you've heard her. Uh, Megan Howard from Fairborn United Methodist Church. Megan How's it going?
4: It's going well. It's going well.
0: So what was your big takeaway from the conference so far?
4: Uh, Probably everything that Kenny talked about. Um, He talked about so much, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. But he said something within his first uh, part of the nine, whatever that was, that huge map thing. Um, He talked about you have to understand what your sub-audience is and then what a win for that sub-audience is. And I just thought that was incredible because often we – kind of balloon or umbrella a win and he said you've got to understand what they would see as a win for what you were trying to communicate and it just flipped the perspective from what we typically think and i just thought it was brilliant
0: yeah i did too he's the king of the acronym
4: oh my goodness there were so many like taco and seven layer dip and swat team i mean you name it he he busted them out <laughs>
0: at least i think i counted seven or eight different acronyms at least it was it was crazy but very good
4: yeah so it was uh i mean everything you talked about about was was excellent, you know, and some of it you knew, and some of it, you know, was was really, again, good stuff that just... When you hear things in a different capacity, um, it just shifts how you think about things and how you can apply them. And uh, he dropped just three different um, phrases today, like digital ecosystem. I-, I never have thought about it in that way. And, it again, it forces me to look at my own content for our church in a different manner. Of, it is now an ecosystem, and how am I going to uh, handle it in that capacity? Um, I think the other one was uh, crockpot marketing and then um, – can't remember what the third one was but yeah well, you, but you tweeted it i did i tweeted it so go check that out <laughs> all right megan thanks so much all right thanks Seth. All
0: right, I'm here with Robert Carnes. And Robert, tell us where
3: you're from. I am from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: And what church are you with or what ministry?
3: So I'm with the Orange Group, the Rethink Group that's here in Atlanta. I've worked with a couple different churches before, but just transitioned into a new role with Orange.
0: Awesome, man. Well, tell us what's your biggest takeaway from the conference
8: so far?
3: Well, it just so happens to do with that transition because we just got out of a session with Stephen Brewster talking about his recent job and career and spiritual transitions that he was going through. And so, obviously, having gone through a couple of different job transitions myself. One just about a couple months ago that spoke really, really strongly to me. And I've heard Stephen Brewster talk a couple different times at different conferences, but I think that was by far the best, most powerful session he's ever given, which is saying something, but that, I mean, it spoke directly to me. That's
0: awesome. Anything that you think, man, here's something I'm going to take with me and do different, or it's really kind of impacted me.
3: <sighs> it, my head is spinning right now. I mean, I, I need to go back and look at my notes to see if there's one real practical thing. I mean, I think there was a couple different things from each and every speaker that I kind of put an asterisk by to say, "Hey, I need to I need to start doing this when I get back." But I mean, it's just like with any conference, just swimming in a, a you know flood of so many great ideas right now. But I mean, that that most recent. Talk from Brewster really, really spoke to me. Just on, a, I think, on a deeper level, not necessarily like an action step level, but just like this is where I need to be, and this is what I need to focus on. That keeping God at the center of every transition and every heart change that we're going through is, is really, really important.
0: Yeah, I think we always miss that part of the uh, the, the transitions, the relationships, and what we do because it's very technical, and how we get media out to people and how we get and we communicate with them. And so uh, it's always something, you know, that we forget that there's a real relational element to it that's really difficult to navigate sometimes that has to do a lot with transitions
3: absolutely both relational and emotional because i think that was something that was so powerful we look at the nuts and bolts of a job and if it checks off the the salary box and the location box but you don't really think about the relational weight that comes with a job transition especially within the church
0: yeah. all right thanks man I appreciate it
3: yeah absolutely thank you seth
0: All right, everybody, I'm here with Joseph Wood. Joseph, what was your biggest takeaway so far of the conference?
9: For me, I've been having trouble trying to figure out what to do with our ministries because they all want Facebook pages, and Katie just sort of hit it on the head when she talked about groups. It just sort of like a light bulb went off for me, and I was like, oh my gosh, groups. That's exactly what they need to be doing instead of trying to build this huge audience and posting frequently. And so we're going to change. We have tons of ministries in our church, and so we're throwing them all to groups. I just made that decision the other night, and I'm going to start doing it. Next week. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Awesome. How do you think they're going to take that?
9: I think they'll like it because that was one of the things they were considering at first, and they're like, well, but I think I really want a page, and uh, I think now the benefits just far outweigh everything else. So,
0: are you going to have like m- managers over the groups and try to get champions of the groups? And how are you going to structure that?
9: Definitely, we need to get. I'm going to make sure because we have some people that run the social media, but they kind of switch every now and then as people leave and go, and they you know have new residents come in and interns and stuff. We're going to make sure that there's one person for each ministry that is the kind of ambassador for that group, and they're going to make sure they can do it.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, any other words of wisdom you've gleaned from the conference?
9: Uh. I think so. Jeff Henderson was awesome. Yes, he was. I love him a lot more. His marketing is great. I love the knowledge that he has.
0: Yeah, Fort Gwinnett is an amazing thing.
9: It is. I see it everywhere. I used to live in Gwinnett, and uh, I live in Johns Creek now, but I still see it everywhere, and I still think it's one of the greatest church campaigns I've ever seen.
0: Hey everybody, I'm here with Justin Brackett. And Justin, what was your biggest takeaway from the conference?
8: I think yesterday's talk just about transitions because while we're all here talking about digital stuff, we're always in transition. Whether it's a transition in a project, it's a transition in leadership, it's a transition in career, and just that the biggest reminder for me was is this doesn't catch God by surprise, which is so simple because we're teaching our kids that in our you know in our kids' classes, but it rings true with even our digital stuff that even digital is in a season of transition and so just yeah. Being aware of it and hanging in there for it. Awesome. So what else
0: uh, has really struck you through the conference, like just about how it's been, or any speakers, you know, what do you, what do you love?
8: It's been great. You know, Justin and Dean, Justin does a great job with this no matter what, but one of the things I think has been surprising to me is for three years, we're still asking the same questions, which means for all of us, looking at whether or not we're looking at an elevation, we're looking at the little church down the street, we're, always ask, we're all asking the same questions still, because no one really has figured out the answers to it, and so be okay with asking questions. Be okay with not knowing and really be okay with finding a community that you can get into and ask. And so that was a big takeaway for every church of every size.
0: That's awesome. Great insight, man. Thank you so much. Yep. Okay. I'm here with Sarah and Sarah, where are you from?
3: I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: All right. And what church are you with?
3: I'm actually with, it's called the Greater Milwaukee Synod. So it's like a Lutheran church that kind of oversees all the churches within our synod.
0: Awesome. And and what was your biggest takeaway from that church conference?
3: I think biggest takeaway was the community that was created it was really cool to see so many people here that are like-minded like me and to be able to bounce ideas off of them
0: yeah and what's one of those ideas that you feel like man I when I heard that I was like that's the one I got to go do right now
3: I think we have a pretty good Facebook presence but I think our Twitter and our Instagram presence is lacking so I think that's definitely something that I want to work on
0: All right, so tell me your name and what church you're with.
3: My name is Will Henderson. I'm with Alive Wesleyan Church from Clemson.
0: All right, great. And what was your biggest takeaway so far this morning?
3: The biggest takeaway, um, I really loved Katie's uh, presentation on separating uh, groups from pages and creating that online community with um, Facebook groups. Um, That was was really awesome.
0: And how do you think that's going to help you if if you go back and implement that in your strategy?
3: Um, Really separating the... The ideas of using the page as um, this is who we are and, and putting the groups as um, this is how to get connected to us.
0: All right, I'm here with Van Baird, one of the co-sponsors and founders of the conference. What's going on, Van?
7: Well, it's probably the best of the three we've ever done. Um, the room looks great. The content's been great. Online, we're reaching more people than we've ever reached, and uh, it's, it's just been coming off without a hitch.
0: So what do you think has been the highlight so far for you that you've kind of gone, whoa, that's a really great point?
7: Well, I don't know if it was a great point, but I just found out somebody Googled us that lives in Brazil and shows up at our conference. Because of Google, and so I was pretty impressed that we're, you know, having so many people from around the world that are benefiting from all these great speakers and their content.
0: Yeah, you're going global now. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right, thanks, Ben. This is great, man. Thank you so much. And there you have it. There is some of the clips that I collected while at that church conference in Atlanta this past week. Had a great time doing it. Obviously, right now, as I'm recording this section of the podcast, I'm back. I've had a chance to sleep, and it's been really, really fun to jump back into the office and go, okay, what am I going to do different now? Because that's what a conference does. It gives you ideas, it gets the wheel spinning, and you have to go home and figure out, okay, What's the principle that I can take and, and then adapt into my concept? Because you don't want to copy the tactic, you copy the principle, right? And, and when we do that, we can find some really great common ground between all churches everywhere trying to get the gospel out. That's what we're trying to do. That's what it's about. So did I just rhyme? I think I'm rapping now. So before I consider like a hip hop career, we're going to shut this thing down and just say thanks to everybody who was on the podcast. Some of them, I didn't get a chance to really tell you who they were, but um, thank you everybody that went. And again, to Justin Dean and Van Baird, who put on a great conference and all the people I know that they had helped them. Thank you so much for providing a space for communicators to have a networking, uh, a place to network. Because when I I know when I started youth ministry and when youth ministry started being a thing in a church like communications is now, we didn't have this. And I think we made a lot of mistakes because we didn't have this in youth ministry. Now we have this in communication so that we can learn from each other, help each other out. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I couldn't be more proud to be part of this community because that's what it is. It's a community. You heard that in the clips, you heard that in the, in, from conference takeaways. Um, those were, are, those are going to be available for pro members. So uh, right now, And there's a lot of deals going on at that community church, uh, sorry, that community church, thatchurchconference.com or thatcc.com. Go check it out, man. Uh, The pro membership is totally worth it. One last shameless plug, go follow me at the Seminary of Hard Knocks on Instagram. And I'm going to put out some some graphics and things in the stories and maybe on the wall as well of some of the quotes and wisdom things that we, we gleaned this week at the conference. Um, so go check those out. You'll want to see that. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you you paying attention. Go get on my mailing list if you're not on it, and you can get a free resource that I talked about already in this podcast. So go get that. I, I love emailing my people. We just hit 500 people on the mailing list, and I sent a $20 Amazon gift card to our 500th member. So I'm excited about where we're going next. You guys, the Seminary of Hard Knocks, classes in session. We'll see you guys later.